I'm so glad you found this space. My name is Sarah. We're going to make sure you stay awake while driving, and you know the rest of the drill. Let's get started. My car rolled 200,000 miles this week. And it's not because I've driven those all those miles. I bought it used. I was trying to remember how many miles it had on it when I bought it, and I can't. It was over 100,000. But anyway, 200,000 is pretty good. How's your car doing? Hopefully it's running along smoothly today. If your brain doesn't memorize things very well anymore, like mine, if your brain is mushy, like mine, and you've been complaining, your five words are too hard to memorize. Okay, I'm going to give you ones that you're definitely going to get today. Are you ready? They go like this. Delicious. Macintosh. Cortland. Pippin. And Brayburn. And do you know what these five words have in common? If you can memorize these words, you get a point for each one you get right at the end of the episode. Plus, if you get a bonus point, if you know what they have in common, I bet you do. Delicious, Macintosh, Cortland, Pippin, Brayburn. It's random word association time. I'm going to say a word, which I am randomly generating at the time that I say it. So I don't get an advantage in this game. I'll give you a moment to give you, give, you know, the first word or phrase that comes into your brain, and then I'll give you what comes to mine. Let's start with the word recording. Oh, that's funny. And the word I came up with was podcast, because I'm recording a podcast right at this very moment in time. Next word is cinema. I thought a movie. Next word is lock, L-O-C-K. I thought of of hair, lock of hair. Next word is basin, B with a B, basin, B-A-S-I-N. And I thought of stone. Next word is spider. I thought of creepy. Next word is chicken. And I thought of fluffy, the word fluffy, but I think it's because I've been watching these live chick cams. Oh my gosh, they're so adorable and fluffy. Moving on. The next word is corn, C-O-R-N. And I thought of stock, like a stock of corn. The next word is disaster. I thought of tornado. The next word is serious. S-E-R-I-O-U-S. Serious. My word was grim. The next word is flower. F-L-O-W-E-R. That kind of flower. And I jumped to daisy in my head. And finally, shark. S-H-A-R-K. Shark. And I came up with swimming. Speaking of swimming, this is a perfect transition. I can't believe it. I did not plan it this way, I promise you. The topic for today is tell me about a great beach that you have been to, that you've seen pictures of and really want to go to. And don't just say there's this great beach in Florida and it's got really nice white sand and it's sunny all the time. The end. I want to know, is it a secret beach? Are you the only one who knows where it is? Is it on private property? Tell me how to get there because I'm not going to ruin the secret. 
Tell me what kind of trees or foliage are there. What are the smells? What are the sounds? If it's an ocean beach, does it have that sort of salty, seaweedy smell? What kind of shells are there on the ground? What's the temperature of the water? Do you actually go swimming or do you just sit on the beach and read a good book? Tell me all those sort of details. I want to hear it all. Put this podcast on pause and tell me your story. Say it out loud. If you need some inspiration, I'll tell you my story of a very nice beach. And I'm trying to decide between two because there's one that I have a strong uh, family memory sort of association with. And then I have another one. No, I'm, I've got it. The beach that I really enjoy going to is one in Florida. It's near Venice, but it's not Venice Beach. It's way out on some road that you have to drive, drive, drive. And then you get, I think it's to the end of the road, and there are various places you can pull off and park. When I was a kid, the first time we went to Florida was when I was in fourth grade, and we had some friends of the family that lived near Venice, and they recommended this beach. They said it's a great place to find shark teeth. Shark teeth? This had to be some sort of practical joke. Well, it turned out not to be. We went to this beach, and when I was in fourth grade, it was not as busy a beach as it is now. And we had kind of a lot of the sand to ourselves. And we walked along the beach, and the people that we were staying with showed us what we were supposed to be looking for. And sure enough, we found shark teeth. For a fourth grader who's never lived anywhere remotely near water, uh, the ocean, rather, and this was my first experience with the ocean, shark teeth? Very nice. There were not a lot of great shells, but there were pieces of shells, which again, when you're in fourth grade and have never seen saltwater seashells, it was fabulous. We were kids and it was November, which I guess is probably not the warmest month of the year to go swimming in Florida. But we went swimming because we were kids and just loved it. We made an alligator sandcastle, or maybe it was a crocodile, I don't know. And we used pieces of shells for his claws and then shark's teeth for his teeth. Uh, It obviously made an impression on me because I remember that from fourth grade. Later in life, when I got to bring my adopted sister, who was quite a bit younger than me, to Florida, we went to that beach again. And we walked along the sand and we looked for shark's teeth. It's a lot busier now. And we went geocaching and the sand is hot. And we put our little blankets out or beach towels and we went into the water, and it was freezing. To me, it was freezing. Because now, I am an adult and boring. But she was 10 at the time, and had just a ball in the salty seawater. Again, she had never been to a saltwater beach, to the ocean, ever before. So this was big time. I love that beach. There are palm trees. There's foliage, kind of like just right behind the beach. And not a lot of... uh, not a lot of buildings, um, like giant hotels or condos right in this area. It must be some sort of park, seashore, preserved spot in Florida. And then you go into those woods, and there are trails in there, and that's where we went geocaching. And we also got prickly pear. I think it was prickly pear in our feet because we're not from Florida and don't know what sort of things can poke you in your feet. But we had a genuinely good time together. I just love that beach. And it's right near a restaurant called Sharky's. It became part of our experience. When I took my sister, we went there and we had some fresh seafood. I was like, try something different, not something you'd be able to get at home. And now 
I can't remember what she got, but she she did and had a good time, enjoyed it. And, you know, one of those afternoons that you really want to hang on to that memory of when other times in both of our lives are not as much fun together. And that is my memory of one of my favorite beaches. How about you? Did you tell me your story already or do you need to tell it to me now? Let's do a reminder on the five words today to memorize. They are delicious, Macintosh, Cortland, Pippin, Brayburn, and what do those five words have in common? I bet you have an inkling. Let's do some trivia. What is the longest continental mountain range in the world? The Andes, and they're like 4,300 miles long or something. Name the 2010 Disney movie in which the protagonist is a princess named Rapunzel. And she's abducted and locked in a tower for a whole bunch of years. The movie title is Tangled. Koala bears only eat the leaves from what kind of trees? Eucalyptus. What is the longest running show in the history of Nickelodeon? SpongeBob SquarePants. In the hit comedy series Seinfeld, what caused George Costanza's wife to die? Do you remember this? It was because she was licking toxic envelopes. That show was just nutty. What are the only birds that can fly both backwards and upside down? Well, and forwards, too. Hummingbirds. What was the name of the gal who was the person who took care of the girls on the 1980s sitcom The Facts of Life? There were actually a couple, but the first one. Mrs. Garrett. Which country is named in honor of Jesus Christ using the Spanish translation, The Savior? El Salvador. Which planet in our solar system has the longest day? Venus. It does a rotation, I think it's every 243 Earth days. So it orbits the sun every 224 Earth days, but its day is longer than its years, if you can wrap your head around that one. What type of screwdriver is sometimes referred to as a crosshead? It is a Phillips screwdriver. There are different varieties and different numbers of arms, but in general, how many arms do most sea stars have? Five. Future U.S. President Thomas Jefferson, oh, and James Monroe, they'd previously been governors of which state? Virginia. In 1927, Charles Lindbergh completed the first transatlantic flight in human history when he landed in Paris. However, what was the city from which he began his journey? New York. And finally, what tool do weather experts use to measure change in air pressure? 
a barometer. And that's trivia. Let's do a short question for you. This one is going to test your memory also. Remember, we have those five words to memorize, but you're driving. You cannot look in your handbag, purse, or day bag that you might have with you in the vehicle. So this is, in fact, a memory challenge. Tell me everything that is in your handbag or purse, or if you have kind of like a a briefcase or day bag. Tell me everything that you can think of and say the list out loud to me. Put this on pause. Then when you get to your destination, you could check and see how correct you were or which things you forgot. My bag that I bring for work every day is always so cram-a-jammed full of stuff that really has no business being brought back and forth to work every day. I'm going to guess what's in mine, just for grins, because you'll get a kick out of what's actually in there. I'm sure I probably have a book in there, probably have a notebook. I probably have two or three plastic bags, because you never know when you might need one. I think I have Advil a lunch bag which has a couple of pieces of silverware. Oh my gosh, there's so much more and I can't remember. See, I told you my memory is terrible. Oh, my iPad. Oh my gosh, that's all I can remember. This is awful. Okay, I'm going to get it right now and I'm going to rip everything out of it and I'm going to tell you as I go. Of course, as soon as I pick it up, I realize tons of things that I, I forgot and tons because it weighs tons. All right, I have a plastic Tupperware container for no reason, my iPad. A container of powdered milk, because I use that for my tea that I bring. I have a sweatshirt. Why do I have a sweatshirt? No idea. I do have a notebook. Oh, I have, oh, I have a, um, a portable hard drive that I'm actually supposed to have plugged into my computer right now to be saving this podcast recording. Hey, the end of a bag of potato chips. A book. I was right. Uh, two plastic bags. A mask. An empty film canister. Some trivia cards. A lunch bag with a spoon. Oh, chocolate bars. Toothbrush, toothpaste. Of course I do. I forgot that entirely. Another container of powdered milk. All right, so you just can't have too many. Yep, there's my little canister with Advil. Oh, there's a fork. My lunch bag says Harrods on it, which is a giant department store in London, which I love. Okay, I have a computer mouse. Why? Do I have a computer mouse? It's wireless, but it doesn't have the little wireless receiver. Where is that? What computer is that plugged into? Unbelievable. And that's my list for you of things that's now on the floor, but usually in my work bag. Let's quiz you on the five memorized words and get you out of here for this episode, shall we? Can you tell me what the five words are? A point for each one you get right. Remember, points are worth absolutely nothing. Just a pat on your own back. Here they are. Tell me the five words now. Answers are delicious, Macintosh, Cortland, Pippin, Brayburn, and what do they have in common? You guessed that they were all types of apples, right? Good job. That's it for another episode of Stay Awake While Driving. If you have ideas for segments for my podcast, please visit stayawakewhiledriving.com. Leave some commentary. Please be nice, though. I am still very much in a learning curve on this whole matter, so please have patience with me. But I appreciate you spending time with me on the road. Please drive carefully. Please, please take care.